the second chapter, Deuteronomy of the Old Testament. <clears throat> Amen? Amen. Amen. When you get there, please say amen. 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 And while y'all are going there, I want to just talk with you guys this morning and girls for a minute. Kind of set the stage about what it is that we're involved with as far as warfare and battles. The title of the message today that we're going to be dealing with is In the Land of Giants. Giants are those strongholds. Those mountains, places that tries to keep God from coming in, like we experienced this morning. You see, God set you up because God wanted you to know what He was talking about in His Word about those giants in the land and how to deal with those giants in the land. Otherwise, you will be taken down by those giants. In the land. Amen? Amen. Y'all can talk to me this morning. Don't look so sad. It's alright. Because God got a word for you. Y'all want a word that's what you're coming for, right? We're going to give you one. One that's practical. That you can live by. One that you can go inside of yourself and understand just what it is that we're really up against. We need to know what we're facing in this thing called the wilderness of this life that we're in. Amen? Y'all hear me on it? Okay. Look at word here. In the land of giants. The Bible says in Deuteronomy, the second chapter, starting at verse 2, it said, And the Lord spake unto me. Somebody say me. Me. Uh-huh. He's speaking to the individual. And the Lord spake unto me, 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 saying, Ye have come past this mountain long enough. Turn you northward and command thou the people. He didn't say ask the people. He said, Command thou the people, saying, Ye are to pass through the coast of your brethren, the children of Esau, which dwell in Seah, Sire, however you want to pronounce it, and they shall be afraid of you. Take ye good heed. Not just take heed, but take ye good heed unto yourselves, therefore. Remember now, he's speaking to who? Me. Right? So he said, take ye good heed unto yourselves, therefore, and meddle not with them. And I will not, for I will not give you of their land. No, not so much as a footbreath, because I have given Mount Sia unto Esau for a possession. A lot is said there. First of all, you got to deal with what God is saying to you. And this mountain is this stronghold. That place of familiarity. You know that place where you've been and it's all right for you to be there and you've been going around that side. You know every inch of that place. I mean, the house. You know every inch of it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you've been on the job 50 years, you know every inch of it. You've gone around that mountain of despair all your life, you know every inch of it. All these mountains, the 
the stronghold, you know every inch of it. God says, now, you've been going around this mountain long enough. It's time for you to experience some new things. It's time for you to experience a new revelation from God. I heard a brother speak this morning. He, he was right on time. Boy, he just took me to death. He said, I want to know something new. I get tired of hearing the same thing all the time. Give me something that I don't know about myself. Mm-hmm. And I it just took me to death. And I said, boy, God, I sure know how to do it. You know, so... The word of God says that in verse 3, ye have come past this mountain long enough. Turn you northward. Well, northward is that place of ignorance. Now, you don't have that word, so don't get that. Ignorance is just simply you don't know something. Now, if you've been around that same old mountain of despair and poverty and brokenness and broken relationships, you know every inch of that, don't you? Amen. Y'all can talk to me. Amen. Because everybody has been around that old mountain somewhere. Whether it's frustration, anger, it makes no difference. You know every inch of it. God said, now, you've been around that long enough. I want to take you someplace that you haven't been now. Someplace that you're ignorant of. Because I got something for you, but you don't know that I got it for you because you're ignorant of it because you've been going around the mountain too, too long. Yes, it's not you. Move away from that. So he's saying, I want you to go north, but in other words, I want you to go into that place that you don't know nothing about. Because I got something there for you. Now, it takes courage to go into that place that you don't know nothing about. That's right. You see, God told, or the angel told, and that was God speaking through the angel, he told Lot, he said, now you go over that mountain. God said, no, just let me go to that little place called Zor, which is that little city, that little place. He said he was scared to go to that place. He, he knew Zor was there, but he didn't know nothing about that mountain. He's scared of it. See, God says, I need for you to move out of your comfort zone. But instead, we stay right there and we buck God. And God can't do what he wants for us because he ain't there no more. Oh, you're there on your own. That's why you despair, frustrated, and see, because you. You didn't move when he moved. He's not there anymore. That's in right. your anger, in your frustration. He's not there. So, so, so get away from him. Don't let him do that to you. You know? So he says here in the word of God, he said, now you, you've been going around this mountain, you can pass this mountain long enough. I need you to turn your northward and command thou the people, saying, Ye are to pass through the coast of your brethren, the children of Esau. See, Esau is the worldly man. That's all he is. He's the worldly man. Now watch what God says. Now watch what God says. Don't you follow him? Because it will get a lot of us in trouble. He said, Ye are to pass through the coast. I, I preach a spiritual word in here, y'all. I don't preach that social gospel that they got up there. I preach spirit where you can see it inside yourself. Just pull it up. And Esau, he said, says now, ye are to pass through the coast of your brethren, the children of Esau, which dwell in Siam. See, they dwell in this place called Siam. And they shall be afraid of you. Take ye good heed unto your sinner, therefore, that you don't meddle with them. He's telling us not to meddle with the world. Because Esau is the world, man. He said, now, don't meddle with them. 
That's what he says now. He says also, no, because I'm not going to give that land to you. No, not so much as a footprint, because I have given Mount Sire unto Esau for a what? You know what he gave the word of man? The word Sire means demons and death. Is not the wages of sin and death. You see what the world of man got for possession? I said, do you see what the world of man got for possession? Amen. Amen. So if you like the world, you got Mount Sire, and Mount Sire is demons and death. That's all the common man got. He filled with demons. Look, all you got to do is look out at the world. Filled with demons and death. That murder spirit running around the nation and the world, right? Amen. So you can't not. So God says to us, as children of God, don't meddle with them. That's what he's saying here. Esau. Don't meddle with the worldly man. In other words, the world. Verse 6 goes on and tells us, You shall buy meat of them for money, that ye may eat. And ye shall also buy water of them for money, that ye may drink. So he ain't got no problem with us going down here to the end of the Bible. Expending money from the people in the world that love money. So they build these big corporations and stuff, you know. We got benefit in that. We can buy the meat. In other words, we can buy the things that we need from them. That's right. That's right. But he don't we don't with them. That's right. We don't become like them. Because that's their God. That's right. So he goes on and he says. Verse 6, ye shall buy meat of them for money that ye may eat, and ye shall also buy water of them for money that ye may drink. But look at verse 7. For the Lord thy God hath blessed who? Thee. Somebody say he blessed me. And all the works of thy hand. So if you work it in God's kingdom, don't you know you're going to be blessed? Amen. But too many times God bless us and we take it to Esau's people. Do we not? Amen. I can't get no amen. amen. Mr. Nike. Come on. All right. Okay. See, people getting killed over them Jews. People getting killed, and don't mind people getting killed because of assault weapons. You see? I don't think I have one for one. It's made to kill. It's a war gun. But the Bible tells us as Christians that wait and now our weapons are not carnal. Carnal. But they're spiritual. That's right. So I don't need that. That's right. The reason I don't need that is because that don't institute life to me. That institutes death. That's See, right. I'm a I'm a soul of life. That's right, right. I'm not a soul of death. So anything that's of the world that institute death, I'd stay away from it. That's right. So, the word of God goes on, and it says, For he knoweth thy walking through this great wilderness. I'm still in verse 7, middle way. See, God knows all about what we go through in this great wilderness that we in right now called earth and this earthly life. He said, These forty years, which at that time of testing, the Lord thy God hath been with thee, thou hast lacked nothing. Right. Is that not a fact? Those of us who are experiencing the Lord, have we lacked anything over all this time of testing? There have been some hard times, there have been some hard days, but how 
always delivered us yes. from the hands of death. Has he not? We black nothing happened. No, Amen. He gave us everything that he said he would. Verse 8 goes on, or verse 9 says that, and the Lord said unto, say it again, he said it unto who? Amen. Still talking to me. Mm-hmm. I know he's talking to Moses here, but you better be Moses in morning and listen to who, what God is saying to him. Somebody say me. Because he's really talking to you. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said unto me, Distress not the Moabites. Now the Moabites are the offsprings of the flesh. That's the Moabites. Do not distress these Moabites. That word distress means to cramp or besiege. In other words, don't come in too close of contact with that. That's what God is saying. Don't come in too close of contact with those offsprings of the flesh. Because when you're unequally yoked, you know what will happen. Right. The Bible declares, what fellowship does Christ have with the lady? Or light have with darkness? What fellowship? None. None. Whatsoever. He said, now, don't distress them. Don't, don't, don't get too close to them now. He said, neither contend with them in battle. He said, don't, don't do that. See, see, let God pick your battle. Amen. Don't you go picking your battle. He'll tell you, and we're going to see it in the Word, which battle to pick or which battle to fight. Amen. He'll do the picking. Amen. And he'll show you how to be. He'll show you how to do that. Now, he says, and the Lord said unto me, distress not the Moabite verse 9. Neither contend with them in battle. For I will not give thee of their land for a possession. See, he ain't giving that land to, to, to Israel either. That's us, the church. Because I have given R unto the children of Lot for a possession. Now, watch this. Now, you got to understand something here. The Moabites came from Moab. Moab was the first son of Lot, which came from Lot's only daughter. When they ran out of sight, the Moab went over there to Zor. Got up in a cave over there, you know, they got in the drunk to try to keep the seeds going. See, they were born out of insects. Well, what that means spiritually is, is that when you take the things of the spirit and put it in with the things of the world, you create a job. That's right. Right. You see, that's what you create. See, that's what happened in Genesis 6 when we were talking about the angels came down and, 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 and made love with their daughters. You know, they got together with them and giants became in the land. Well, spiritually speaking, that's what it's talking about. It's talking about we, how we take the spirit and the things of the spirit of God and we mix it in with the realm of the earth or worldly things and we create this monster inside of us known as a mobile. Now what's the word here? Now, he said now, I, we've already seen that God has given Esau a projection which is demons and death. That's the world of man. That's all he got. The way you see is death. Y'all know that. Right? That word. What is it? Wrong with what? 623? Or 323? One of them is one of them. But anyway, the way you see it is death. So he's already given the world a man 
demons in there. Because if he don't be full of them, he's going to be doing all kinds of stuff. You know? Thank God for the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. How we breathe this stuff in? He turns the power of that. We breathe it in. You don't have no detergent called Jesus in. You're in trouble. Amen. You better have something up in there. Otherwise, all kinds of demons. You breathe it in. He's power of the We breathe it out. Right? Amen. Why do you think not? There's a little news out here. Hey, you get that up here with I'm scared out there. <laughs> but anyway, look, I'm just saying what the Bible says now. That's all I'm doing. That's all I can do. I can't do nothing else for you to hear what God says. You know, you can do what you want to do with it. You know, but the Bible goes on to say, now, first of all, we've already, he said, now, I've already given Esau, the world of man, demons and death. I've given him his position, Mount Sinai. Now, I've also given the Moabites Moabite, their possession because their possession is in with Lot. Now, the Moabites are the offsprings of the flesh, and Lot is what we call the crossbreed. See, Lot, first we deal with the common man, Esau, right? The world man. Now he goes to the next stage. See, every level of man has a possession. Now watch what he does. See, Lot is that old calm Christian that that that, that Paul be talking about. Y'all heard of him, right? Well, how many years have heard of a calm Christian? Amen. You know, well, it's in the Bible. Everybody in here all have heard about it. So I'm going to ask you again. How many people in here have ever heard of a calm Christian? Do you know, for those of you who don't know what a calm Christian is, that's Lot. Lot is a crossbreed. What Lot like? Lot knows God. Because he was hanging with Abraham. That's right. He knows God. But here, because the Bible says that his soul was vexed every day when he went down there. But look what happens here. Look what a lot does. When Abraham said, Now you can take any other land you want. You can go one way out of the world. Oh, lot. He looked down there where that city was. And all that green clothes, that ain't the world. And that's what he chose. That's right. But notice what Lot's possession was. They gave him the city of Ar, right? Ar, right? You know what that means? Ar, Ar, that word Ar, or whatever you want to call it, it means city of the trap. Me. Want the world to trap you? That's right. Want to trap you all? You, you mess with it long enough, you will see where they trap you all. See, so that's why so many Christians are in bondage because they call Christians, and what they're doing is they mixing the stuff in. See, 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 God has a land for the world of man. <coughs> It's called yeah. Demons and Death. He's got, not seen, he's got a land, a possession for the corn uh, Christian. It's called the city of the Traveler. That's why so many Christians, they come through the door and they always burn it up. That's why. Come in and mix it. We live in the land of darkness. That's the name of the place. See, oh, see, 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 so what happens is, is this thing attracts us. Now, okay, drug addiction, alcoholism, money, women, <coughs> Chevron, y'all need some more? Oh, okay, why are you out there now? I need some more. It's a lot of things out Small tickets. Go ahead. Go ahead. All kinds of things. It's all kinds of things now. Homosexuality, lesbian, all kinds of things now. What's she calling you? What do you like? <laughs> what do you like? Uh, 
You see, we, you see the, the, the word is so serious until we got to laugh at ourselves about how crazy we allow these things all life to do us out here in this world. So we got to laugh about it because if we don't laugh about this thing and we take ourselves too serious about this thing, it'll kill us. It'll put us back on the rock. You've got to give yourself a chance to give yourself compassion. If you give compassion to everybody else, you've got to learn to give compassion to yourself. When you get See, that was, don't you let that, don't you let religion keep you from giving yourself compassion. Don't you let religion put you back under the law. When Jesus said, where the spirit of the Lord is there is religion. A free spirit. Amen. So you make a mistake, you just get up. Amen. You repent, you get up, and say, God, take my hand, lead me on to the light. Amen. Don't, don't look to the left, don't look to the right, don't be held down because you made some mistake. If you breathe, you will make some mistakes. And if anybody say that they don't see it because they're a Christian, they're alive and true thing, they make God alive. Yeah, but you got some folk running around here talking about, well, I don't see it, you're alive. Doctor, you, you crazy. Yeah, you see it. Every day. Every day. Okay, how good? The Bible says a man in his best day ain't never happy. When you at your very best day, it's you still ain't never feel right. That's my man. And if you ever forget that, you're in trouble. You have to know. It's only by the blood of Jesus Christ where we are and why we are today. Because I know I said it yeah. a whole lot of times ago. Amen. So, the possession of the common Christian is a place called ARR, which is a place or a city of entrapment. And there was a lot of people who got trapped by it, didn't Amen. Why? Because he got infatuated with the word of He knew God. But he wanted that. And he said, God, Cain done the same thing. Cain yeah. done the same thing. Cain was two other grind. Abel was a tender other sheep. The sheep represents the pureness of God. Oh, Cain liked the tender of ground because we were made out of the dust of the ground. He liked them things that come out of the ground, the worldly things. See, everything we like come out of the ground. You think about it. Because all the children come out of the ground. Do it not. Do it not. We like to call the housing. They come out of the ground. The material. Do it not. But we like it. The girls that we bear, they come out of the ground. The men that the girls wear, they come out of the ground too. The money come out of the ground. Everything. The gold come out of the ground. Everything that we like. Come out of the ground. Why? Because that's where we came from. So Lot, he knew God, but he still liked the thing like Cain to come out of the ground. So what did Cain do? Cain gave God the offering of the worldly thing. The thing that he got out of the ground. God said, I don't want that. I need a pure heart. Amen. I don't need that other stuff. See, a lot of us try to buy God off. I'm talking about how much we gave him. And let the preacher call the other people. Well, they gave such and such and such. You know, you get your name on the plaque and all that. That ain't going to get you in heaven. Amen. What they're going to do is puff you up and, and probably might keep you out of getting where you need to get to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to help somebody. Now, verse 10 says that this possession that Lot had is the, the evil. Verse 10. Y'all know that? It says the evil. Dwelt therein in times past, and great people, and many, and tall as the Anakins, which also.
also, verse 11, were accounted, what? Giants. As the Anakims, but the Moabites called them the Elims. See, the Elims are those items of terror. <coughs> you see, when you get trapped off, down off in there where Sodom and Gomorrah is, when you get trapped off in the drug addiction, when you get trapped off in the alcoholism, when you get trapped off in the gambling, now you've got an item of terror on your back. An email. That's an email. You understand? I want you to identify with this. When you get to the point where you can't stop drinking, you got an email. You got an idol of terror. Because this is going to wreak havoc in your life and in everybody that you come in contact with. Right or wrong? Is that not terror? Right. Talk about living in the land of giants. In the land of giants. Now, the word of God goes on in verse 11. It talks about these Anakins. They're them giants. Some Elims. They're them giants. They all talk about these giants, which also were accounted giants, verse 11, as the Anakims. But the Moabites call them Elims. See, these Anakims are, they, they're known as, what's known as the stretch necks. When you put a rope around something, what does it do? If you put a rope around something, then will it not stretch it? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It stretches one. Okay. And when you put that rope around something, next it is stretched it. That's what they are. The anakins and the emails. They, 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 they stretch that neck. You know what that means? They choke you out. So, so watch this. Go to Mark 4, 19, I believe. Mark 4, 19. And if it's not there, go to Mark 4, 14, but I think it's Mark 4, 19. Go there. The Word of God says in Mark 4, 19, correct me if I'm wrong, because it could be the 14th chapter, but I think it's 19. And we talk about these things that church folks, okay, that are stretch your neck. Over there? Yeah. Somebody read it. And it carries, carries the world and it is deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entered in. Choke the world. Do what? Choke the world. Stretch your neck. Put the rope around your neck. See, that's the anakins. See, all I'm doing is giving you a revelation. The Bible told you that the things of the Old Testament ain't nothing but a shadow of things come. See, when the Spirit of Jesus came into our life and the Holy Spirit came, the Bible said it'll teach you and guide you into all things. It'll teach you the full truth about it. In other words, it'll give you the revelation of what the Word is. But why say it more? Look, I need something that I ain't heard before. You don't need to be hearing the same thing over again. You need to know what's in the Bible and how to connect it in your life. Oh, what good is it going to do for us to just come in and have a social event? Mm-hmm. Nothing. We come here to get healed, people. This is a hospital. This is what sick people think. Yeah. Amen. 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 Yeah. Ain't nobody in here well without Jesus. Everybody in here sick in their sin and they for Jesus. Well, he's the same thing. It's not, that's why he said, Don't forsake the assembly yourself to God. Like Saul had. And have error from the faith. I say the error of the faith. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Now, you think something. 
The road is straight now, right? You know what Jesus said? Now, you can listen to them lying preachers if you want to, but let me tell you something. If you on the road to New York, you go I-95 or I-95 or North. Now, if you veer off that road, you don't continue to take the right road. I think it changes on there, what, 95 or something? Now, if you don't continue to stay on the right road, will you reach your destination? No. <sighs> Amen. So be careful. Be careful. Because you can start out on this thing and veer off and reach your destination. If you don't get to New York, you can't even say you got there. If Jesus said this thing is straight and narrow, who said we go to the end? Shall we say Jesus meant that? I don't care what they teach. That's right. It makes no difference to me about that. I'm not concerned with what theology teaches. I want to concern what thus saith the law. He said, He said that the way is straight and narrow, and ain't but one of you gonna find. Just a few. If I leave here and you don't and get on start going to my house and then I veer off, I'll never get home. Unless I get back on the right track, right? I'll never get home. It's the same thing. It's just common sense. Which ain't so common nowadays. So we see here that these anakims or stretching it, or that's them pairs of the world, man, the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things, everything. That's them things that choke the word and cause it to be unfruitful. See, see, that's them things that when we hear the word, soon we walk out the door. The pairs of the world back on us and we get choked. And now, we, we're worse off because we don't heard the truth. Now we didn't do the truth. Now we're really worse off than we were before we ever heard the truth. Right? right? Look at verse 16. Deuteronomy 2, verse 16. So it came to pass when all the men of the wall were consumed and dead from among the people. Mm. Now, the thing done died. That the Lord spoken to me, saying, See, see, when everything died in you, when everything died in you, and you can't do nothing but listen to the Lord, now you're ready to listen to the Lord, ain't you? Amen? Amen. Yeah. Are we ready then? When we heard today, oh Lord, lay on our back, back hurt, you know, all the money. But now we really ready to listen to the Lord, then we, you know what I'm saying? Because God can put something on you, and a lot of can too, that'll cause us to want to humble down with God. Well, Amen. it says here, after all them war dogs was killed, that verse 17 said that the Lord spake unto somebody, say, me again. She was speaking to me, saying, Thou art to pass over through all the coast of Moab this day. Look what they did. He said, pass over, but it says through. Now, how you going to pass over and go through it at the same time? Huh? He said, now, you need to pass over through all. In other words, you got to pass over this city of entrapment, but you got to pass through it at the same time. You see that word through? Over, pass over, and through. Jesus said, be in the world, not in the world. Right. You got to learn how not to be touched by this thing. I mean, it ain't easy job, man. But that's what it's talking about here. He's telling us that we've got to be able to be in this world, but not entrapped by it. 
How do we do that? Colossians 3 2 say, by setting your affections on things above and not on things of the earth. That's how you pass over as you go through the city of entrapment called Art. Make sense? Yes. See, you need to know what's in the world. You don't need to hear me talk about who wrote this book and what man said this and what. We come here to hear God's word. That's what we come here to do. We don't want to hear nothing about the events and nothing. We come here to hear God's word. Because God's word is the only saving force we got. There ain't nothing that's going to save us and help us. Nothing. So we got to hear the word now. We got to know what's in the word and understand it. So you need somebody who can, can break it down and give you some understanding on this thing. You say, passing over, verse 19. Say, and when I come, it's not over against the children of Amos. Now the children of Amos, that's the second child of incest. Amos is Benami. That's the second child of Lot, which came from his younger daughter. Okay? He had two children. He had Moab, the first one, and Benami, which is the father of the children of Amos. That's the young son. They both born in incest. Uh, Aaron means the children of the children of Aaron are the children of incest. He said, distress or not. Now remember, incest is we're talking about spiritual mixing <coughs> with the carnality of the earth. It'll create a monster. Y'all got that? Okay, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking spirit here. Talking spirit. Alright. And it goes on to say that distress them not. It's, in other words, don't crack them. Don't get too close to them. Nor meddle with them. For I will not give thee of the land of the children of Ammon in possession. Because I have given it to the children of Lot. For a possession. See, that's the second son. Same possession. See, they're trapping See, the children of Ammon, they came from their father who knew God. But he liked the things of the world. He's a carpenter. So... That bloodline goes on. So they get the same thing in trapping Because that's their possession. You see what I'm saying? They're going to have the same possession of all, right? Amen. You saw it then. Mm-hmm. Verse 20 goes on and said, That also was accounted a land of what? Giants. Giants in the land. Giants were there in old time. And the Ammonites called them the Zamzumim, which means intriguing imagination. Whoa, that's a dangerous one. That is a dangerous giant. Look at 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 through 6. Where it talks about our weapons are not come with their might of God to put it down a stronghold and, and, and casting down imaginations. Casting down imaginations. You got to cast that. See, that's those come down through them are those intriguing imaginations and not so soft. You know, that mind can mess you up. That mind can screw you up. Mess you up real bad. That imagination, the word say cast them kind of imaginations down. That's the Zamzumi. See, that's that giant. That's that race of giants called the Zamzumi. They are deadly because what they do is they intrigue you with your imagination. They have you daydreaming about things and then you so far out there now you, you don't even know how you got out of it. 
They would intrigue you. Anybody ever been intrigued by your imagination? Y'all can be honest, it's the honest place. Oh, some of y'all are perfect. I forgot some of them perfect. But for us, who know that we need Jesus, you know, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Because some of us, you know, we, we, we don't seem to get it yet that, that we ain't all going to be taking it on. I mean, we need to be start being honest with ourselves. We need to be, be honest with ourselves. Stop playing church and get into the kingdom. See, see, that's what I teach y'all here all the time. That's why we love each other so much. We, the Bible says, confess your faults among one another so that you might be healed. See, you don't get judged of being here. You just get healed. Amen. It's all right to be honest. It's okay. That's what we teach you. Honesty. It's all right. You bunch your head. We see us. We see us split head anyway. We walk through that. Yeah. Hey. That's holy oil. It works. Yeah. We see it. I put something on me. Watch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I told you we laugh, we have fun, but we preach the truth up in here. Zam zooming. That's those intriguing imagination that the, the book of 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, 4 through 6, tells us that we need to cast down these imaginations and bring them, bring them back in every thought that exalts itself upon uh, a bull of Christ. And bring it into the captivity of the obedience of Christ. Then look at verse 24, because I'm closing up this thing here. You know, now rising up, verse 24 of Deuteronomy, chapter 2, verse 24. See that? Everybody? It's a rising up. Take your journey. See, you got to take a journey. Everybody got a journey with God. See, when God breathed breath of life into man, and man became a living soul, that's over there in Genesis 2 7. You don't have to go there. But I'm just telling you, when man, when God breathed the breath of life in man, that word. Man became a living soul. That word soul, that means that man went on a journey with God. Ain't we on a journey with God? When he spit us out of his bosom, then he put us on a journey with him. Now it's either heaven or hell. Amen. Don't make no damn way out. God said, I'm there. You make your bed in heaven, in hell. He said, I'm there too. So you're on a journey with him now. They can't be stopped. It's like you just shot a bullet. You can't call it back. Right. It, it's gone. It's going to hit the target. You better make sure your bones are right. And I do believe that goes for me too. Amen? Amen. Now, it says, rising up, verse 24, take your journey. It's an individual fact. And pass over the river Arnon. Remember, I'm telling you now, everybody got a land, right? A possession, right? He said, pass over the river Arnon. Arnon is a roaring and rushing stream. This roaring rushing stream emptied itself out into the Dead Sea. He said, you better pass over that. Pass over that river. You know that chaotic lifestyle that a lot of us get involved in sometimes? He said, that's the river that leads into the Dead Sea. Y'all ever heard of the Dead Sea? Over there in Jerusalem, over in that area. In that area over there, in Israel. Can that live in? That's right. It's the lowest point on earth, 2,500 feet below sea level. Can't live there. Come in, got no way to get empty. It's got more salt in it, that's why they call it the Dead Sea. So much salt in it, it kills everything. Mm-hmm. He said, You've got to pass over that river. 
Don't get it swept away in that river. Don't get in that river Arno, that Russian stream of chaotic stuff that's going on in the world. You know the politics and this and that. You know all that old garbage. You know all that old stuff they got out there. That's garbage. All you got to do is do what God tells you to do. That's always easy. Amen. I got to do what you do what God tells you. And you ain't got to be bothered with that stuff. That's the world. We are peculiar people, the chosen generation. We are holy priesthood. We ain't supposed to be worried about that kind of mess. God got us. If we say that we're under the covering of God, and if we say that we are who we're supposed to be with God, then why are we met with all these other stuff? Right. Why? Right. Why are we believing in it? Well, do it. I mean, there when the next president comes in. He ain't no man. He ain't nothing but a man. All of us are damned by God. He can't do no more than one now or one before. And the only people we keep getting tricked by this stupidity is people. Who it gonna work? Yeah. It don't work. Nah. <laughs> it ain't gonna work. It ain't designed to work, people. That's Esau's people. He said, bye, I'm going to put down the metal with him. Good word, man. <laughs> Trying to help you up in here. We are the covering of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are not of a democracy. We are of a theocracy, a one God government. That's right. That's right. I'm preaching real. Amen. I'm preaching real. See, they don't preach this in the mainstream church. I'm preaching real. Amen. See, God, you don't vote on God's word. Amen. God's word stands. That's it. Amen. No voting on God's word. What we done do, we done brought democracy up in the house of the Lord. Now we voting on God's word on what we can preach and what we can't preach. Not him. Amen. It's wrong him. Nothing but the word. Somebody say it. Amen. But the word. He said, Behold, I have given into thy hand, look, just the name. That God has given us. I have given to thy hand, Simon the Amorite, the king of Heshbon, and his land. Begin to possess it, that means take it. Amen. And contend with him in battle. See there? He just told you who to fight. Now, this is who you fight. This guy named Sihon the Amorite, it means the sweeping away of mountains. It means mountains represent the giants in your life. Them things, them strongholds. Anybody got any giants in their life? All of them, somewhere. Else. I wish everybody was honest with them. Because I hate seeing people that don't be honest with God. They sit like we already, but we don't have this thing like we say we got. You know, we're doing ourselves a disfavor now, not, not repent. That's right. I said, repent. That's right. You ain't all that. And God's going to let us all know that. You ain't what you thought you were. Why should have raised your hand when you preach it? Remember my servant was trying to get you to confess? That's a wave offering. When you raise your hand, you say, Lord, I'm not that. That's a wave offering. That's a sacrifice. I don't even know what you're doing. Amen. That's a sacrifice. That's letting God know that. Uh, that's letting God know that you need his mercy. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ. Who? Church word. Mm. Ooh. I have given into thy hands and hung the other right. That's the sweet way of mountains. That's the stronghold. He's the king of Heshbon, which means that he's the king of these strongholds. See, before you can get your land, 
Oh, she's wrong. You got to be knocked off. That means that those things, those giants, those mountains that are in your way, they got to be swept away. So the first thing God did when it came to the land that we're supposed to possess, Israel, the church, is that he's got to remove and sweep these strongholds out of our life. That's the first thing he has to do. And he floats it up. He got one more thing he got to do. Verse 25, he said, This day will I bring begin to put the dread of thee and the fear of thee upon the nations that are under the whole heaven. Who shall hear report of thee and shall tremble and be in anguish because of thee? Chapter 3, I'm going to read two verses. It's called this one little giant. We got the key. That God got to do for us. We got to kill him, but God's going to give us the right. We got to get rid of Sihon, the king of the strongholds. Now, we got to get this other guy named Ah, King Ah. Chapter 3, verse 3 says, uh, Chapter 3, verse 1 says, Then we turned and we went up. You got to go up. The way. Who's the way? Jesus. We went up the way. You see, the word Bashan is a place of rich soil. Okay? You got to go up it. He said, then we turned and we went up the way to Bashan and all the king of Bashan, that's the giant in a fruitful land. That's who he is. He got to be killed too for you to get the land. You know that, that thing is in you. That thing is in you. That just won't let you go. You know, is everybody got something now? Everybody got something. But it's that thing that's in you that just won't let you go. In order for you to get the fullness of the land, King Ah got to go down. God said, and all the king of Bashan came out against us. He and all his people to battle at injury. And the Lord said unto me, Fear not, for I will deliver you and all his people and his land into thy hand, and thou shalt do unto him as thou didst unto Sihon, the king of the Amorite, which dwelt in Heshbon. Now, this guy, King Ar, he was a giant. In verse 11, if you look at it, verse 11, when you count up how tall and how big this young was, it's calculated to be he had a baby. That was 13 and a half feet long, a bed. It was six feet wide. We're talking about a big boy. We're talking about a man that was at least 12 to 13 foot tall. If his bed was 13 and a half feet and six feet wide, that's two inches taller than I or an inch taller than I am. The width of it. That's a mighty big man. That's right. Now that man was very big than Goliath. He made Goliath look like a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. King Arthur. But that's the one, that's that giant that's over that proof of land in your life. He got to be taken back. If you want that land, King Arthur got to be taken back. That's the one that's holding hostage your blessings. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's the one, the last giant that's got to be taken back. 
is all. The first one that's got to be taken down is St. Hall, the stronghold. When you remove the stronghold, when you knock out, you clearly knock off that giant. Because you see, that giant that's standing there over your possession and over the land that God had in you, his word comes out to be he's really sandy soil. That means he made his house on sand. And when you bring the wind up against him, he's going to fall down. And, oh, what a great fall it's going to be. See, he built his house on sand. Right. He was a pigment of your imagination. Mm-hmm. He was a lion to clothes. That's right, that's right. He intrigued you. He told you you couldn't do it. God told you you couldn't. That's right, that's right. He said you can. Kill the boys. Kill And possess the land. Amen. 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 Amen